welcome to Wellness in the Wilderness. Come with us on the trail of life as we inspire you to take a step outdoors to disconnect from the distractions and reconnect with yourself. Sydney Williams and her guests will motivate you to get active and get well. Now, here is Sydney. Welcome to Wellness in the Wilderness. I'm your host, Sydney Williams, author and founder of Hiking My Feelings, and I'm so glad to be back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Wellness in the Wilderness. It has been months since our last episode, and on our first season when we were with the Voice America Network, we were talking about something that I just couldn't talk about yet. Like, we kept teasing, and I was like, this is the episode where we get to do it, and then at the last minute, every time, couldn't talk about it. But today we get to. But before we get into all of that and revealing the things that have been teased for months, um, I wanted to just kind of bring you up to speed and set up what we've got going on for this season. So last season we were with Voice America. We have decided to go independent. And as much as I loved having an executive producer and a team and an engineer and all the support of the Voice America network and our listeners that we got from that network, they invited me to extend, but the terms for renewal were 52 episodes, an episode every week. And if I had signed up for that back then, guys, I wouldn't be here today. So I thank you so much to Voice America for such a great foundation from which to build this show. It has been an absolute honor and privilege to uh, join the hosts from different walks of life on the network. And now that we're independent. We're doing things a little bit differently. We're going to put this into a schedule that works for us and hopefully brings more value to you as a listener and part of our community. So for this mini season, we're doing five episodes. Well, technically six, maybe seven, uh, but definitely five <laughs> where we're having five conversations with five women that have been a really important part of the formation and start and continuation of Hiking My Feelings. So you can look forward to that on the future episodes of this mini season. Once again, brought to you by Sawyer Products. Thank you, Sawyer, for all of your support. And as we get ready to do this, uh, we're talking about five years of Hiking My Feelings, and a lot has changed in the last five years. We have hosted more than 400 events around the U.S. We've introduced thousands of people to the healing power of nature. All of this started with a book, called Hiking My Feelings, Stepping Into the Healing Power of Nature. I wrote it in 2019 on the road. It was the story, the book version of the story I was giving on my speaking tour in 2018 and 2019. All the stories of how two hikes across Catalina Island helped me heal my mind and body, all the lessons learned along the way. It served as the foundation for the programs and experiences that we now deliver today to people from all walks of life looking to find healing from the things that they've been through and step into the best version of themselves. And today, uh, to help me with this very special announcement is Mr. Barry Williams. Hello, Barry. Hello, Mrs. Williams. (laughs) This must be special because you had to bring me in. Yeah. Where are we? We are, well, we're sitting in a parking lot at Wolverton Picnic Area in Sequoia National Park at the moment. Okay, so what have we been doing in Sequoia National Park? Well, as of yesterday, we were, (laughs) yesterday was our date day. We we try and have a very specific date day, at least least once a week, where we just hike as much as humanly possible, (laughs) staying in shape, getting ready for Kalispell in the fall. And so we hiked uh, down to Alta Meadow, which is about 15 miles round trip. Absolutely stunning. And then we had, we killed our hiker hunger for a bit. And then we went and watched the uh, sunset and moonrise at the same time 
from Moral Rock with our friend Rebecca from the Sequoia Parks Conservancy. So yeah. Oof. That was that, a day. That was a that was a big day. That was a really big yeah. day. So here in Sequoia National Park, we are hosting at a historic campsite. This place has held um, space for the indigenous communities that used to come through here, like the Western Mono, the Yokuts, Tabatalatl, Western Shoshone, Paiute people, and the Boy Scouts of America, and for a brief time, an artist colony, and now for the Volunteers and Parks program. So this is where we hosted our retreats last year. This year, we're back hosting more retreats and serving as volunteer camp hosts. And it, I, first of all, my nervous system has never been so regulated in my life. Yeah. How about your uh, allergy system? Let's talk about my allergies. Where <laughs> where my nervous system is regulated, now my allergies are have gone haywire. Uh, I've been sniffling and blowing my nose for the last two weeks straight, and I've got a little cut on my nose from how dry it's gotten. But that's neither here nor there. This is a very special, important announcement day, Mr. Williams. Are you excited? I'm ex- very excited. Should I tell them? This has been a long time in the making. <laughs> it really has been. Yeah. Go uh, ahead. Lay it out there. Okay. I'm going to lay it out there. Can I do a drum roll? Is this the one time I get to tap on the yeah, counter? Okay. Okay. Drumble, please. All right. So, the thing that we've been teasing since last season, since the beginning of this year, is my second book. Hey! It's called Hiking Your Feelings Blazing a Trail to Self Love. And today, I want to tell you the story of how this book came to be, what it's about. And ask you for a favor because if you've been paying attention and you follow us on Instagram or Facebook or follow me or Barry on LinkedIn, um, (laughs) we've been teasing the cover reveal of this book and sharing the story of how the book came to be because today I'm asking you for a favor. So we're going to talk about what hiking your feelings is, the evolution from hiking my feelings to now hiking your feelings and this very special favor. So Barry, where should we start? Well, I suppose we just talk about how this book came to be. That's fair. Okay. So I'm just going to be real with you. This is a book I was too scared to write in 2019. And I say that because I had this really powerful, incredible experience on this island. And I went around the country talking about it. I... We hosted a bunch of hikes to get people out there feeling it. Like if I'm going to, if you're going to take time out of your busy life to come listen to me talk about how hiking helped me heal my mind and body, I want you to feel this. So we hosted these hikes. We did all these things. And even still, I, knowing that what happened to me was real and true, I was too scared to write this version of the book. So I wrote the story that was the book version of my talk that I gave in 2018, 2019. That's what we publish. But as a reader, I really dislike reading books where the memoir is so powerful and there are so many great things happening, but there's nothing about like how to do this. And so I was like, well, I don't want it to just be a memoir. I want it to be like a memoir plus. So I used some of the journal prompts that I used at those specific points throughout my story and put those at the back of the book. I worked with uh, one of the gals that we met on the road in 2019 to develop the um, coloring page, Joyful Juniper Creative. What up, girl? Love you, Catherine. Um, We did all that, and I am so deeply proud of that book, and for all the reasons that I already shared. Like, it is the reason why we have the programs we have. It is the reason why 
we've done everything we've done. It's, it's served as a foundation. This story has served as a foundation. There have been so many things that we've been able to pull out of it and create experiences around or programs around to help teach these lessons. But truthfully, everything that is included in this new book, none of this is new. Like this is a, uh, an opportunity that we found that is giving me a chance to give this story and give this community and everything that we're building more juice. Because while I, I used to say, as of yesterday, I used to say in 2019, we got robbed because we were a week into the book tour in 2020 when the pandemic happened and that just tanked book sales. Amazon stopped printing books and started selling more hand sanitizer and the book sales never recovered on the trajectory from which they had started. And I used to say that we got robbed, but Barry and I were having a chat yesterday and I don't think we got robbed. I think we were redirected and I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for this book. And also I was too scared to write and include the insights that are now covering the pages of hiking your feelings. So that's kind of what it's about, but that's not what you asked me about. You asked me about how it came to be. So. Right. That's fine. <laughs> Sometimes you got to go around the block to get next door. That's how city tells stories. Right. <laughs> so how, so let me ask you again, how did this book come to be? You know what, Barry, that's a great question. Uh, born from the ashes of the burning book that was in 2020, <laughs> just cut off at the knees from the pandemic, though all, all, altogether divinely reguided into a place that has brought us exactly to where we need to be today. This book came first and foremost from a friendship. And the friendship was that that we share with Melanie and Kaleo Wassman. Um, Melanie and Kaleo are our co-creators for Hiking Hill Catalina Island. They were the first people that we ever co-created a retreat with. They are absolutely iconic, legendary human beings. And um, when they're not hosting retreats in Kaleo's other life, he is a musician <laughs> and he's a good one. And he was playing at a festival and he was like, bring your friends to work day. So we came to the Cali Roots Festival. And uh, on the day that we had the passes to go see uh, Kaleo in all of his glory, we had backstage access. So we were just kind of milling around. We were reconnecting with folks that we hadn't seen since before the pandemic, um, artists that we had collaborated with either at events or on the virtual campfire podcast. There's a lot of like first in-person hugs for several years uh, due to the downtime that was caused by the pandemic. So we're rolling around backstage and we're looking at the schedule. We see our, our uh, pal Kyle Smith is going on on the acoustic stage. So we head over there looking to catch some shade. We find a shady seat on the side of stage. There's a nice little couch there. And we're just sitting there, you know, on our phones, planning out the rest of our day, trying to figure out how we want to go about, you know, getting the most out of this experience and seeing everybody that we can and all the bands that we want to see. And this sound tech, this woman, long, beautiful dreadlocks, she's reeling up like a, a cord for a microphone or a speaker or something. And somehow she like drifted over, like in my mind, it's like this angelic float <laughs> over to the couch and she, we just started talking and she asked about what we do and we told her about our retreats and how we collaborate with musicians and da, da 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 And she was like, oh, well, I'm on the board of this retreat center. You guys should go check it out. And so I was like, sounds great. She's like, yeah, you can scout it. We'll put you up for the night. You can stay in one of the accommodations, see the grounds. We have hiking trails, all this stuff. And I was like, wow. 
And I just remember being so excited. I was like, I came here to like see our friends play music. And here we are like getting like we're networking. And I was like, oh, like it was the first time, especially after the pandemic, but the first time in I think in my hiking, my feelings journey where I was like, oh, I forgot that I'm good at this. Like I have been networking since the beginning of my career. I love talking to people. I love hearing stories like I forgot that I have this this capacity to connect with people in this way. Like how neat that we're learning about retreat centers at a music festival. So we go. A couple weeks later, we tour the uh, the retreat grounds, and so the place is called Mandala Springs. It's up in Cobb, California. We meet up with the, um, this woman, Susan, who's going to be giving us the tour, and we pull up, and, like, the grounds are stunning. It's, like, this long, windy road through, like, rural nor- northern California, passing through some of the wine country and other areas, and then we come up to this gate, and we go through, and we're driving onto the grounds. We park the van. And there's like those uh, like rainbow, like Tibetan prayer flags and a Yoda statue. Like this is the juxtaposition of the vibe of this place. Like there's Yoda in the garden (laughs) and prayer flags. And so we go and we sit down with Susan and she's like, we're facing the office building and she's in front of us. And then behind us is the ground. So we're like looking at the grounds. I pan back around like this in my, my, my mind movie. I'm like, Yoda, grounds, pool, garden, Susan, look up, banner, red banner, caught my attention. What does it say? Mandala Publishing. So Mandala Springs, as we come to find out, is owned by Mandala Publishing. So naturally, I'm trying to bring my first date personality to this meeting and not go straight for marriage, but like, I can't help myself. I'm so, so excited. I was like, okay, so, um, what's up with the banner? She's like, Mandala Publishing owns the place. We're building an office for the publishers on grounds. And I was like, okay, so like, do writers ever host retreats here? Do I need an agent? Do you accept submissions? Like I just go straight into it. And she was like, next steps are I introduce you to the team. And I was like, it's so simple. (laughs) Like, this is just so wild. So the book came from a side stage conversation that wouldn't have been possible without the generous friendship and, uh, love that we share with our pals, Melanie Kaleo Wassman, and then rippled out from there. So we go to this thing or we go to the retreat center. We meet Susan, we tour the place. They have these meditation spots around the grounds. And so Barry and I were on a hike, uh, the morning that we were getting ready to check out and leave. And there's these meditation spots with like these tags and Sharpies and you can like write your wishes or your dreams or your manifestations on these tags and then put them in the trees and then you like hit the gong and it's like a whole ritual. And so we go up there and I see these things. And so I write on a tag. I was like, you can do hard things. Hiking my feelings. June 16th, 2022. And then I took another one and I wrote blaze your own trail to self-love by Sydney Stardust. (laughs) I was like, first of all, that's not my published name, but it's fine. This is Sydney Stardust. We'll be writing this book. And then on the back side of that, I wrote, and so it is. My next book will be published here. Thank you, universe. And I remember showing Barry and I took pictures of these and I posted these as part of the cover reveal story of how this book came to be because like I was just so certain and I haven't been that certain about anything in my life probably since I met you and probably since like the idea of hiking my feelings like there's very short punctuated periods in my life where I'm that sure about something and when I wrote my wishes on the trees that day I was very sure so then we had a meeting with the publisher I was sitting in front of uh Christie's clinic flow integrative in Encinitas getting ready for my third of six ketamine assisted psychotherapy programs. My personal program through that protocol was to set an intention for each um, session. And the intention for that session was intention. So I have this meeting with my first ever meeting with a publisher. I'm telling him about how we work. He's telling me about the publisher 
and all the things that they do. And I like give him the idea for what, uh, I think my next book should be. And he loves it. And I was like, okay, so I'm putting like this, this intention, I'm putting it out into the universe. Like, this is the book I want to write it. I want to write it with the help of this publisher. I want to make beautiful book babies with these people. And then I'm going to go into this session and anything that I need to see to help bring it to life will be shown to me. And as we creep past the one year anniversary of that, uh, therapy program, uh, everything that I saw, experienced, set intentions for in that six treatment session period of time has come true. It's like a portal. Including this book. Into the future. It's like a portal into the future. <laughs> so good. So the book, uh, that was a, that's how it all came to be. So we went and we had the meeting with the publisher. They loved it. They invited us to come up to the office. Life got in the way. We had, uh, we lost Barry's mom. We had a retreat to do. So on the way back from Barry's mom's funeral, um, let me just like, this was the craziest 24 hours of our life. So we fly up to New Hampshire. We, uh, do Barry's mom's service. We take the first available flight out of Boston the next morning, straight to San Francisco, California. We rent our rental car. We were supposed to have the publisher meeting the day after we arrived in San Francisco. So we go, we check into our hotel and I get a message and they're like, Hey, the owner will be here today. Can you do the meeting this afternoon? And I was like, I haven't showered. <laughs> I've been up since uh, two o'clock, no, midnight Pacific time to catch this 5 a.m. Boston time flight to get here today. So I'm not, I'm not clean. <laughs> I haven't slept, uh, but diamonds are made under pressure. So here we go. So we went and we had the meeting. Uh, how did the meeting go? I don't want to talk about the meeting. I'll let you tell the meeting part because Barry got to go to the meeting too. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Is that uh, normal? Do, do most authors go to pitch meetings with their husbands well, or their partners? I don't know. I don't I know. Mean, uh, we the first, do. first meeting I've been to. So yeah. Um, well, the interesting, so I did my best James Bond and I was trying to take pictures underneath the, the, the like the boardroom table <laughs> to like capture the moment. Cause I'm like, I knew this was going to be important in your, in your lifetime story. So, but I think the fun fact is like you went in there and pitched a totally different book. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah. I've, I'd completely right? left that part out. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. So, well here actually, should I tell that, that connection part? About the Wellness in the Wilderness show and then the book and then the thing? Or No. No. Nah. Okay. We'll save that one. Yeah. So one book to hype at a time. Yeah. But the book that I... also I, I can say this. The book that I originally pitched to the publisher last year is not the book that I'm writing now, but it will be my third book. Right. So that's fun. So we go to this meeting. Barry's taking his stealthy pictures. And I'm like, so here's this book I'd like to write. And I was like, oh, and by the way, I self-published this book in 2019. It's called Hiking My Feelings. It's the like foundation of everything we do. I feel, and at the time I was still telling the I think we got robbed story, but I've since reframed that. Thank you, pandemic. Um, I feel like this book didn't get its due justice, so I'd like to do it again. So if you guys would like to acquire my self-published title and do that too, that would be great. Let me know. And that's kind of where things left off before the holidays. Yeah, which is a big, bold leap because everything that the internet says and people say is don't self-publish because you're never going to get a traditional publishing contract if you do that. That's true. And I barely knew enough about how to self-publish. I certainly didn't know anything about traditional publishing when this was all going down. So that has been just a joy. Like the team that I've been able to work with has been really, really cool. So how, how different is this book from Hiking My Feelings? Is, it, is this going to be a, 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 re, a reboot? Uh, 
I think it... Or what? Um, Are people going to enjoy this that read the first book? Oh, yes. That's a great question. Uh, so if you have read the first book, Hiking My Feelings, Stepping Into the Healing Power of Nature, should you read Hiking Your Feelings? Girl, honey, yes, man, please. Absolutely, you should. Because this is the book that I wanted to write. I don't know. Was I too scared to write it in 2019? I don't know. But all the things that I thought about that I knew were important that I wanted to include, but was for whatever reason too scared in 2019, all of that is looped in here. So here's how, here's how this actually happened. So I gave the publisher my manuscript for hiking my feelings and I gave them the workbook for a program called Read and Reflect that I developed in the weeks after I published the book because I realized I still had more to say. Um, it was like an 80 something page workbook. I gave them both of those. And then Tanya Cassell, my beautiful, spiritual, transcendental, <laughs> absolutely iconic developmental editor, Frankenstein, the ever living bejesus out of both of those documents. What she gave back to me was this like sliced and diced and copied and pasted version of my first book with all the great stuff from the workbook weaved into it. So she cut out like tens of thousands of words from the first manuscript and didn't and picked the strongest parts of the workbook to include and then was like, here, now go write the rest. So if you've read the first book, the story, if you know my story about the hike in 2016 and the hike in 2018, that hasn't changed, obviously. Um, but the insights and the work is different. Um, so we use the strongest parts of the first book to illustrate the concepts that we have been teaching for the last five years. So each chapter is like the story. And then there's the trail of life section, which kind of zooms out from my particular experience and brings it all together for this like universal experience that we all share. Cause none of this is specific to me. Let's be honest. Like my, my unique version of this story is, but like the themes throughout are things that every human deals with. It's something like grief and loss relationships. Like all of these things are things that every human will encounter at some point in time or another. So we have the story that like gets you in it and then trail of life, which like brings your story into it, brings those concepts together. Mindful miles are the journal prompts, um, that we use or this prompts for self-reflection. So the 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 idea is you go out, you take this chapter with this book, with these specific prompts, and you go out for a hike. Much like we return to the breath in a seated meditation when our mind starts to get squirrely, we use our mindful miles prompts in that same way. So it's questions to help you recenter on the experience that you're having while you're going out and hiking in a mindful and intentional way. And then we have the next step section, which is like a ritual or an activity or like a, a action to take um, to further drive home the points and the lessons from that chapter. So it's more like if the first one was like a memoir and then like a little bit of stuff at the end, this is like uh, a memoir plus self-help. And I think what they call it in the publishing industry is like prescriptive memoir. So that sounds kind of cool. It's a prescriptive memoir. Um, and also like, I, I know I don't need to say this, but I feel like I should. I recognize that hiking is not the only way to heal. So like if you're out there and you're like, Sydney says that hiking is the only thing to do, that is not true. Uh, this has worked for me and now I'm hoping that it'll work for other people. And that's probably the most exciting part. It was also the most difficult part for me um, because we named the organization Hiking My Feelings after the thought that I had on a mountain, also inspired by the title of the book um, and the title of the presentation, like the way everything laddered through, like we just incorporated as Hiking My Feelings and that's the way it's always been. So when they suggested a title change, when they acquired the title and we 
you know, made it stronger for the reader and, and really brought in the lessons we've been teaching the last five years, um, they suggest that we move it to hiking your feelings. And that took me a second to get my head wrapped around because not because I'm like, no, this is mine and you can't have it, but because we've arrived at this place that like I genuinely didn't know if we would get to, especially after the pandemic, because to Barry's point, like we weren't robbed. We were redirected. I was a mess. I cried all the way home from our first canceled event in Joshua Tree, cried at the ranch in the van for two weeks, and then kept crying for as long as I needed to until I felt okay about it. But in those two weeks after the, between like the pandemic and like when I got my shit together, I genuinely didn't know if this organization was going to make it. And I didn't know if I would have the opportunity for this to get to be bigger than my story. Like it has had to have been my story to get things going. Um, that's where it started. But since the first book came out and especially over the last five years, like this is bigger than me. This is hiking your feelings. This is taking what I've learned and not just like sharing my story and hoping that you can like pull the nuggets out of it to apply to your own life, but like explicitly pulling out lessons and giving direction on how to do this. If this is something that feels like it might be good for you. So the migration from hiking my feelings to hiking your feelings, I'm so proud that we made it to this point. Like we've, we've sacrificed a lot personally, individually, collectively, um, to get to this point. And the fact that we made it in and of itself, like I am so proud of this book. It's the book I've wanted to write for the last five years. It's now it's, it's here. It's, I can't hold it in my hands yet, but I will be able to soon. Um, and I just, I'm so proud that we got to this point to where, we can say hiking your feelings and that it's, it's got the support of Mandala Publishing, which is an imprint of Inside Editions. They work with a bunch of different bigger publishers, like the big five for distribution and sales and all that stuff. So like we have all the support that I thought that I needed in order to do better on my first book. I have that support now. So now there's, there's no excuse. Like it is what it is. I'm, I'm so proud of this. And like, I want to say I don't care how it does, but I do care because this is hiking your feelings. And I want everybody that could be helped by this to know about this. And this is the best shot we've got, which I think is probably a really great way to talk about what I want to do with it. Well, I, I just want to say a couple things. Yeah. If, if you may indulge me. I will. Um, that hiking my feelings was ranked as like one of the best hiking books and it was up there with Cheryl Strait and... And if you can do that self-publishing and recording in a pint glass and a microphone and me editing it yeah. and mastering it, and now you got this whole team behind you, um, I, um, I can only imagine how this is going to do. The other thing is your developmental editor has letters behind her name. Yes. Yes. Trent. And, and yeah. To that note. So you always said, oh, it was the book I was afraid to write because I didn't have letters behind my name, blah, blah, blah. And now you got somebody with letters behind the name that absolutely loves the book. Yes. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens on that. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for bringing that up because it's true. And and the part about uh, for anybody that's out there that has a story that they're thinking about writing or that they've already written and they're worried about how to put it out there. If self-publishing is what's accessible to you, there is literally nothing wrong with that. If traditional publishing is what is, is accessible to you, there's literally nothing wrong with that. I won't know until on the other side of the Hiking My Feeling, Hiking Your Feelings book launch how this performs. We are in a completely different 
position than we were five years ago. So it's not even fair to compare the two. But I will say statistically, the the percentage of people that self-publish that get traditional publishing deals is minuscule. It's in the single digits of percentages. But that doesn't mean that it's not possible. And when I heard that and when I read that, I was like, maybe that's true. Maybe I'll self-publish and I'm sending myself into a self-publishing spiral. And that's what I'll do for the rest of my life. But I couldn't help but think about that documentary Heal that we saw where there were people that were diagnosed with cancer and chronic illnesses and all these things. And they were like, they got these like single digit percentage chances of survival. And they were like, okay, but what if like, why couldn't that be me? And so in this case, and for anybody that's listening, that's thinking about publishing or wants to write a story or whatever, it could be you too. And like, and I don't think that there's one that's better than the other. Like I, we did a tremendous amount of good with the book that we self-published. And my hope is that with all of this network behind us and enthusiasm behind us that we'll do even better on this next one. So to that point, we've been trying to tease this thing since what, February? Like yes. We've been like, the, this thing is going to be coming out. It's going to be, yeah. you know, available for pre-order, things like that, yeah. right? So it's So that was like February. So we're talking, uh, well, let me just ask you, when is this book coming out? Uh, March 12th, 2024. All right. So now we're talking over a year (laughs) to put this thing out. Right. So when we self published before, it was like, boom, 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 done. Like month. (laughs) It was out and out. Yeah. It covers design, everything. Yeah. But so we got a year to, to really kind of put some effort behind this thing. Yeah. And we got a lot of big things planned. Yes, we do. So. What do we, how do we want to kick this thing off? This is obviously a big deal. Yeah. How do we want to kick this thing off? Okay. So it's being published on March 12th, 2024. What up Mandala Publishing? What up Inside Editions? Uh, so I was, I came, to, like I learned of my actual publication date while we were in the orbit of Aaron Strout. We were house sitting and I was saying, my next book's going to be published March 12th. He's like, you should submit a panel for South by Southwest. And I was like, what is South by Southwest? Oh, that's fair. That's a good question. For, for us, you know, older generation that may not be hip. Well, and also this is pre-Berry. Right. PB. Yeah. 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 South by Southwest is PB in my life. Right. Um, so before I met Barry, I was kind of a big deal. <laughs> I love saying that. Um, so South by Southwest is, uh, it's a conference. It's a festival. Um, it used to and i'm i'm i think the format is still pretty close to the same but we have uh film interactive and music and so musicians come and do music stuff and talk about the music industry films are debuted there it's like a its own mini film festival interactive for me is where i got introduced to south by southwest um and that's where all of the, like twitter was launched at south by southwest foursquare if you're familiar back in the day launched at south by southwest um it's where PR, marketing, social media in like the 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, like it was popping. And so in 2008, I was still in college. Um, I had gone to a national conference for the Public Relations Student Society of America, and I met the keynote speaker there. Her name was Penelope Trunk, and she suggested that I go to South by Southwest and treat it like a job fair. So I went back at the time I was living in Tampa. I was still at the University of South Florida. I hadn't graduated yet. I was like working on, you know, my last 
semester or two of credits um, going for a degree in mass communications, emphasis on public relations, self-directed senior study on social media, um, because that wasn't being taught in schools yet. And I went to the conference in 2009 and I did exactly that. I treated it like a job fair and I ended up getting my first job from South by Southwest in 2009. I was live tweeting a panel. Do you know what live tweeting is? Uh, what? (laughs) See, back in the day, there was this platform called Twitter. Uh Uh-huh. Formerly known as Twitter. Formerly known as Twitter. And when people would talk with their mouth holes at a conference, for example, Uh people with their phones and their thumbs would tell the rest of the world on the internet what the people with the mouths were saying. Fascinating. So we called it live tweeting. So I was live tweeting a panel at South by Southwest in 2009. I apparently had a smart comment about something the speaker had said. And this guy, Adam Keats, shout out Adam, what up, dude? Uh, retweeted me and then asked if we could meet up. And he was like, you're smart. And I was like, yeah, welcome to the party. I'm smart. We should work together. <laughs> so uh, we, I ended up getting a couple job interviews out of that. I also met Aaron, which is why this is so full circle. We were at Aaron's house. He suggests that I submit a panel picker. I met Aaron at South by Southwest. So my first and longest standing mentor, I met Aaron in 2009. It's 2023 now. He's been my mentor for 14 years. Uh, met Aaron at South by Southwest in 2009. And then in 2010, I came back and I spoke at South by Southwest with my friends, uh, Nisha Chattal, Elisa Ellis, Ben Smithy, and Ryan Paw. And we had a, we did a panel discussion called why Gen Y wants to work with you versus for you talking about Gen Y in the workplace and our collaborative nature and that we'd prefer to work with you and everybody brings their strengths and their personal lived experience and their unique perspectives to the table to deliver excellence for whatever we're trying to create together versus like do this here's your list of to do's and like check in with me as you do each one and make sure i micromanage you we just want to collaborate so we had this really awesome panel discussion back then in 2010 and then in 2011 i came back and i spoke with aaron and we did a dual presentation called the road rules for mentorship what's appropriate and what's not and we just talked about our mentoring relationship and how other people could emulate that and what it looks like to have a sponsor, not like financial sponsor, but a career sponsor, somebody that is invested in helping you succeed. Um, And just sharing some stories about how Aaron and I had supported each other along the way in the couple years that had passed then. But now 13 years later, dude's sitting on our board for hiking my feelings, uh, bringing me back to my roots of South by Southwest greatness and encouraging me to submit a panel. And that's why we're here. So you can apparently uh, launch books like they have author stuff for like book readings or something. Yeah. So the, that is correct. I, the format and here's, here's the, here's the favor I've been buttering you up for, whether it's while you've been listening to how this book came to be or for the last 12 days while we've been revealing the cover on uh, the internet. um, What I need is for you guys to vote for this submission Uh, The panel picker process works as follows. People that want to present at South by Southwest submit their submission idea. A certain percentage of what gets you in is based on the South by Southwest team, their programming team, and then also public votes. So the panel picker submissions are open today, August 8th, through August 20th, 2023. So what needs to happen and what I would just be so so grateful for 
would be the opportunity to launch this book at South by Southwest. When I left there in 2011, I had just quit working at the agency. I had just moved out of my apartment in Austin and I was getting ready to go embark on what would turn out to be the events that led to the discoveries I made in the book that I'm getting ready to launch. Because all of the things that happened from 2011 when I started skydiving full-time until 2016 on that first hike, and then all the lessons learned along the way between the two hikes themselves are encompassed in this book. And everything that I've been through since I left South by Southwest, this would just be like the cherry on top, the sprinkles on top, the icing on the cake, like all the things that are good that go on top of things. That's what launching this book at South by Southwest would be for me. Fantastic. You don't just want to go to Ginny's Little Longhorn Saloon, do you? Well, there is chicken shit bingo. At least there was 12, 13 years last time we were there. Boiled hot dogs with Hormel canned chili? Bro, Mm. if Ginny's Little Longhorn Saloon is still doing chicken shit bingo, we should probably have a book reading at Ginny's Little Longhorn Saloon. I think that would fit in (laughs) quite nicely. So if you are part of this community and you've benefited from this work and you've read the book and it moved you, I need your help. If you've been to one of our experiences and, or one of our uh, retreats or programs and you've had a life-changing experience, I need your help. If I've done anything nice for you <laughs> over the course of my lifetime and I haven't asked for help before, or if I have asked for help before, I'm asking it for the first time or again right now, because this would be a tremendous place for us to get this book off the ground in the way that I wish that we had the resources to do in 2019. But for whatever reason, everything is lining up the way that it's supposed to line up right now. So the South by Southwest panel pecker submissions are open today, August 8th through August 20th, 2023. In order to find mine, the easiest way to do that is to go to hikingmyfeelings.org slash vote. And there's a big fat button you can click to go vote. It takes like 30 seconds tops. This is one of the most like we've been asking for help here and there throughout and like sharing all the different ways you can help hiking my feelings move the mission forward this is by far the easiest and most significant way that you could help us move this forward because if we are accepted into south by southwest there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people that go to that festival there are so many attendees that would even if they don't go and listen to me read, they will be aware that it is happening. And it like the, even just the phrase hiking your feelings might unlock something for them. And maybe that'll be years down the road. Maybe it'll be the next day, but like that, I can't think of a more impactful place for us to be able to do this than at South by Southwest personally impactful for me, but also the volume of people. This is the most people we will have in one place of anything that we've ever attended or created that could potentially help us get the word out about this book. And I just want to share hiking my feelings with as many people as possible. And the way that we're going to do that now is through this book, Hiking Your Feelings. So if you haven't already, if you, cause like I'm, I'm assuming you're just so eager to help us out that you've already voted. But if for some reason in the last 45 seconds to two minutes, you haven't go now hikingmyfeelings.org slash vote. And it costs you nothing. Costs you nothing. And please like send it to all your family, friends, yep. have them vote. Yep. And should we even talk about pre-ordering the book? And like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll, you know, because like that's important too. But like, honestly, there, there's a, we got lots of time to, to get folks stoked about pre-orders. If you 
are interested in this book, yeah, go ahead and pre-order it too. There's no reason not to. You won't have it until March. And we've got a lot of stuff between here and there that's going to help you bridge the gap along the way. Um, but yeah, hikingmyfeelings.org slash vote. You'll find the big fat button for pre uh, for voting today. And then you'll also find a nice little button where you can go pre-order too. So Fantastic. Yeah. We got anything else? I think that's it. All right. Well, we got a, another mini season coming up. Yeah. So uh, coming up next are five conversations with five women that have just been absolutely influential in the first five years of Hiking My Feelings. And I am so excited for you to hear these conversations. These are some of the women that have just, for me personally and or for our organization, have been instrumental in keeping us inspired to keep going when it's hard, um, inspiring different ways of thinking about things. Um, these are just some of the greatest humans that I know, and I'm really excited to share these conversations with you. So, Mr. Williams, thank you for joining me today. Stay tuned for the next season, or for the next episodes of this season. Uh, shout out to Sawyer Products for all the support and uh, sponsoring this mini-season of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in for this week's dose of Wellness in the Wilderness. We hope that this has been a breath of fresh air. Until next time, take good care of yourself, take good care of each other, dream big, and be kind. Sawyer is more than an outdoor company. Every Sawyer product you buy contributes to our common humanity, bringing Sawyer water filtration systems to people in need all around the world. In just 2022 alone, 260,000 households in over 45 countries received clean drinking water through Sawyer filters. Over the past 10 years, we've teamed up with over 140 charities in 80 countries to provide long-term sustainable relief domestically, internationally, and in disaster situations. Together, we're saving millions of lives. Thank you. Ready to find your wellness in the wilderness? Look no further than Hiking My Feelings. Through a combination of community and self-discovery, our programs are designed to give you the space and support to connect life's dots. If you're looking to figure out who you are underneath the stories you've been given, and are ready to redesign the map of where you're headed with actionable steps and opportunities to dream big. We're here to walk alongside you. Whether you're a seasoned adventure enthusiast or brand new to the healing power of nature, we've got your back. Visit hikingmyfeelings.org today to download our free Trail Thoughts worksheets and learn more about Hiking My Feelings. Thanks for joining us on this week's show. We hope this episode has been a breath of fresh air for you and has inspired you to find your wellness in the wilderness. We will reconnect with nature and you again next week. 